Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Friday, October 8th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include industry lawsuits, wholesale margins, and the eagerly anticipated September payrolls report. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Arch Mortgage Insurance. ArchMI provides an array of mortgage insurance products and services with the goal of providing easy access to their innovative MI solutions. ArchMI's competitive pricing tool, ArchMI RateStar, is the leading risk-based MI pricing model in the industry, and the buy-down feature allows originators to customize each borrower's MI payment. Please visit archmi.com to learn more. Monday is a federal holiday, and banks and bond markets are closed, so any hedging of locks from companies that are open will happen today. The definition of the word holiday seems open to debate, as some states and companies are working on holidays like Mondays. Words are important. It's mortgage principle, not principle. As in with A-L, not L-E. Farther mostly refers to distance, and further mostly refers to quantity or degree. How much farther do we have to walk? And upon further reflection, I agree. Words and actions are at the basis of the spate of lawsuits facing companies. Tammy Richards' lawsuit against Loan Depot has made its way around the industry as a look inside the inner workings for a publicly held company. And in New Jersey courts, former residential home funding corp, RealFi, marketing manager and director of marketing, Georgianne Youngclaws, is suing the company on grounds of sexual harassment and gender discrimination. Youngclaws allegedly faced a severe and pervasive pattern of mentally and physically abusive conduct, sexual harassment, and gender discrimination. All of the individuals mentioned in the lawsuit are either no longer employed at RealFi or are in non-supervisory positions. For the links to those stories, as well as the latest employment opportunities and new hires, and lender and broker products and services, visit robchrisman.com. The residential business has been compared to a chess match, and we are certainly seeing that with profit margins in the wholesale sector being cut to pretty much break-even. Race to the bottom price-wise? One result, all wholesaler stock prices are at or near the lowest they've ever been. And with the conforming conventional loan amount changes made by some, others are being forced to act before FHFA actually makes the change. This year it happened in September. Next year will it happen in August or July? The written version of this commentary has recently reminded folks of the process and timing of official changes by FHFA and therefore Fannie and Freddie, conforming in high balance limits. We received this note from PennyMac's Kim Nichols. Quote, PennyMac is not misleading anyone with our expanded loan limits for our broker and correspondent partners. We are not waiting for the FHFA announcement to close or purchase loans above the current FHFA limit. We have the capital and liquidity to hold these until January and would not have announced without a commitment to immediately close or purchase loans above the limit. End quote. Thank you, Kim. Every originator should know that demand by investors and portfolios for residential mortgage assets drives the rates and programs offered to borrowers. So, lenders should be aware that FHFA, overseer of Fannie and Freddie, declared that common securitization solutions will not expand beyond its current role of issuing mortgage-backed securities for the government-sponsored enterprises. Common Security Solutions, or CSS, is a joint venture owned by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and it manages the Common Securitization Platform, or CSP, which issues and processes more than $400 billion a month in uniform MBS. One of the recurring themes in the debate surrounding the future of the GSEs revolves around the CSP. 
Should the CSP be used to create securities backed by Jumbo or non-QM or FHA and VA loans? No, said acting FHFA Director Sandra Thompson. After a nearly two-year review, the statement said, quote, FHFA determined that CSS should instead focus on maintaining the resiliency of the enterprise's mortgage-backed securities platform, end quote. FHFA said the decision allows CSS to focus on the safety and soundness of the housing finance market and reduce unnecessary expenses as the enterprises rebuild capital. Thursday, fixed income prices sank and yields moved higher. Why? Senate leaders in Washington agreed to raise the debt ceiling until December 3rd, pulling the U.S. from the brink of default for the next two months. The House still has to approve it, but the experience once again goes to show that brinksmanship over the debt ceiling and default is political theater and not actually a genuine threat. Separately, but still driving Treasury yields higher, we saw a better-than-expected weekly initial claims report in at 326000 when expectations were for 340000 which fits with a view that the labor market is improving along with the trend in COVID cases. Job cuts in at 18000 from outplacement firm Challenger Gray in Christmas for September means that during the third quarter overall, there were the lowest number of cuts since 1997. Black Knight reported a sizable drop in the number of active forbearance plans. Given the large number of plans, both marked for either review, for extension or removal, or final expiration in September, the population dropped by 177,000, or 11% since last Tuesday, marking the largest weekly decline in 12 months. Declines were seen across all investor classes led by an 84,000 plan drop among FHA and VA loans. Plans among GSE loans and those held in bank portfolios and private label securities also fell, seeing 50,000 and 43,000 declines, respectively. Attention now turns to the U.S. Jobs Report, which may shed light on the Federal Reserve's timeline to cut bond purchases. When my dad started hedging pipelines in the late 1980s, the Thursday afternoon money supply figures were a big deal. Now it's tough to find anyone who knows the difference between M1, M2, and M3. And over time, those were replaced in importance with the monthly employment figures along with the Fed meetings. September saw only 194,000 jobs when expectations were for over 500,000. The massive miss on the payrolls report may force analysts to question the health of the economy and the Fed to change its tapering plans. But look at the unemployment rate. It's down to 4.8%, probably due to more people entering the labor market. And hourly earnings were up 0.6% and plus 4.6% for the year. Later this morning brings August wholesale inventories and sales, and the desk will purchase up to $5.4 billion of 30-year 2% and 2.5% mortgage-backed securities. We begin Friday with agency MBS prices nearly unchanged and the 10-year yielding 1.58% after closing yesterday at 1.57%, even with the poor employment data. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. How about a twofer today, since it's Friday? Upon arrival... A lumberjack started to swing at the tree he was supposed to chop down, when the tree suddenly shouted, Wait, I'm a talking tree! The lumberjack grinned and said, And you will die a log. (laughs) Alright, how about this? A gorilla walks into a bar, and to the amazement of the bartender, orders a martini. When the bartender gives the gorilla the martini, he is further surprised to see that the ape is holding a $20 bill. The bartender takes the $20 bill, and then he decides to see just how smart the gorilla is so he hands the gorilla $1 and change. The gorilla quietly sips the martini until the bartender breaks the silence. We don't get too many apes in here, he says. The gorilla replies, and $19 a drink? I'm not surprised. Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, ArchMI. 
ArchMI provides an array of mortgage insurance products and services, with the goal of providing easy access to their innovative MI solutions. ArchMI's competitive pricing tool, ArchMI RateStar, is the leading risk-based MI pricing model in the industry. Please visit ArchMI.com to learn more. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at RobChrisman.com. Visit RobChrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.